What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Here we are. Fulfill My Destiny podcast. I'm Pastor James Levesque. I want to thank you, as always, for tuning in, making us a part of your day. And, man, what an incredible teaching on Monday. If you heard it, go back and listen. And today we're going to hit it. It was Mark chapter 4. Jesus basically said that if we don't understand this parable, how are we going to understand any parable that he was talking about? Because parables, just to recap, parables to the disobedient, he hides them. But to the obedient, he reveals them to us. And we're reading Mark chapter 4, starting at verse 13. And just to recap, yesterday we were talking about some seed fell on the hard ground. And immediately the, you know, the devil came and picked it up. And then it said, he, you know, he's explaining it, right? Mark 4, 13, how, if you don't understand this, how are you going to understand anyone? So or so is the word. The first ones fell on the ground, and immediately Satan came in and took away the word. Then other ones were sown on the ground. They heard the word, received it with gladness, but they didn't have no root. And because of the word, tribulation came. And the next group of people, we have two more to cover today. He said, now these are the ones that were sown among thorns. I need to tell you right off the bat, it doesn't matter where the word is sown. Hear me very clearly. It doesn't matter where the word is sown. A lot of people are, you know, they're so fixed on their atmosphere, where they came from. It doesn't matter where the word is sown. The seed has power, right? It's the seed that has power. And when we're so fixated on the surroundings of where the word was sown, where the word was sown, then we're going we're gonna to miss what Jesus is trying to say. And so he continues on and says, These are the ones that were sown among thorns. They're the ones who hear the word, but the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things enter in and choke out the word, and it becomes unfruitful. Here's the crazy thing about that. This group, guys, is as close to the legitimate thing that you want that you can get. These are the people, they hear God's word, they receive it, they start to bear fruit, and they're doing exactly what God's called them to do, right? This is the third group that we're talking about. In this group, they hear the word, right? And the Bible says the cares of this world. That word means divided mind, you know that you can receive the word, start bearing fruit, but if your mind is divided, your seed will, will get spoiled. That's why the Bible, Jesus said, when the body has a single eye, the body will be full of light, right? That word single means one voyage. There's one voyage, one reason. That person comes under one light. But then Jesus said the deceitfulness of riches comes in, right? It's, it's, it's lying. It's a um, it's a it's a lust after riches. Riches will lie to you. That's what deceitfulness means. And I've seen people who get blessed, and then that blessing begins to be a lie in their life. Meaning this, they start to forget who gave them the blessing. Do you know how many times in church people say, Pastor, I need a job. Pray for me. And if I if I get this job, I'm going to come to church. I'm going to honor God. And they get the job, they stop coming to church. Right? They get the job, they get the lake house, they get the boat, they stop coming to church. The desire of other things, Jesus said. And this is a moving target because the reality is if we give our heart to something inferior, we entertain those thoughts, you start fighting a battle that you weren't designed for. 
meaning this, you have authority over that word, but when you, when you give in to inferior thoughts, you give in to the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, you are lending your authority or your authority to an inferior person, which is the devil. And it chokes out the word. I almost feel like during 2020, we saw that, right? We saw ministries, we saw ministers, they built great churches, they had good ministries, but unfortunately they sat on the balcony of boredom and the devil came in and snuffed out that seed, right? Come on, man, we watch documentaries about him now. It was the lust of the flesh, the deceitfulness of riches. I remember in 2008, I was in Newport Beach, California, and I spent eight hours at a Starbucks, really six and another two hours in Newport Beach home, talking to one of my heroes of the faith, man. Somebody that I honored. I sat in eight of his different crusades, waited in line to see the miracles. And now he's in tears telling me that he's lost lost trust with God on the anointing and pleading with me not to do that. Deceitfulness of riches, guys. You bear fruit and all of a sudden the devil wants to come to choke out that word. We need to be careful that in the bearing fruit season, we remember that the way in is the way on. Because I'm going to tell you this, God's expanding my life in so many ways. Our ministry, different churches that we're planting, the church planting university that we launched. Like on every level, I'm watching the increase of God multiply. I mean, we have churches now in our CPU. They're running 1,000, 2,000 people. We're helping people launch in powerful ways. But here's the thing. The more God does with our lives, the, the more you realize it has nothing to do with you. The properties that he's putting in our hand, it's only for the kingdom, guys. It's only for souls. It's only that you would be found faithful to do all that God has called you to do. It's nothing to do with you. But deceitfulness, it's a lying spirit. It's a lust. And it can happen to anybody at any point in life. And unfortunately, it happens to large ministries. And it definitely happens to regular people that are in the church with the call of God on their life. Don't let the deceitfulness of, don't be fooled. By anything God does for you, in you, or through you, and think that it's you, it's not. The pride of life, the lust for more, no money's enough. It's a lie on each side, right? There's a lie to think that if you're poor, that somehow you're blessed. And there's a lie to think that if you just have material wealth, that that's wealth. It's not. It's your spirit that matters. And then Jesus says at the end, but these are the ones that are sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30, 60, and 100 fold. These are the ones that hear the word, they receive it, right? Good heart, good heart, great ground, greater life, right? Greater God, big God, more that you end up doing. But here's what I love about that. This last one, Jesus said, accept it. They heard the word and they accepted it. The key to receiving God's will and word for your life is you accept it just as he spoke it. We're not manipulating scripture. We're not allowing sin in. We're not twisting the gospel. For the last 10 years, unfortunately, the the largest attended churches, and there's variables, but they're traditionally seeker-friendly, right? People that are watering the word down, catering to a lot of people that don't really want the power of God. Guys, you have an obligation to stand on the word, accept it the way God intended it. And there's going to be a blessing for you 30, 60, 90 fold. And then Jesus said to him that has in here, let him hear. And to them that hears, more will be given, right? The measure that you have, a greater measure will be given to you. There's something we need to understand about these parables. Sometimes we look at people that are, that are gifted and they seem to have a lot from God and we go, oh man, look at that gifting. Nope, you need to say, look at the measure. 
Don't lie to yourself. Look at somebody else's life and think that's gifting when the truth is they've measured. They've been faithful and they increased it and they've been faithful and they increased it. Why did Jesus say that this parable would be more important than any other parable that he spoke? Because four heard, but one heard. Because four heard and one heard. Four heard. Four got seed. One heard. And my prayer for you today is this. That on this Wednesday, you would look at the seeds that God is sowing you, the opportunities, the words, the things he put in your heart, and you would open your heart today and say, Lord, I want to be the one that hears, accepts, and responds. Good, good seed, good seed, great soil, right? Greater outcome. This is God's plan for you. And I believe that we're going to learn as we read this parable again, and we're really realizing why Jesus said this will be the standard by every other parable that's it for today man we'll see you guys friday as always thank you for listening to the fulfill my destiny podcast i'm out